Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hey friends, last week we talked about the word for the year and how we want to feel going forward and what are the actions and the goals and the many steps that we're taking to really embody that feeling and make it more a part of our lives. So mine was about this feeling of connection and growth and ecosystem goodness and thriving. And in the spirit of that, I went and ordered a test kit from Viome and I wanted to test, uh, they test your stool and your blood and they let you know all of the bacteria and stuff that live in your gut. And they will tell you your cellular health and how you're processing vitamins and all that kind of stuff to be able to give you customized recommendations for what will help you thrive better. And I thought, ah, yes, I definitely want that. So <laughs> this isn't even about that. It's about my absolute terror and phobia of blood and how ridiculous it is and how much I know it's ridiculous. And it's, it's a legit phobia, you guys. So <laughs> here I am, I get this, this kit that I ordered and I ordered it knowing that doing the blood draw on myself was going to be hard. Cause they're going to give you like lancets and poke yourself and you have to like drip the blood and do whatever. And I was like, Oh, am I going to be able to do this? I'm like, well, anyone can do this. There's people who have diabetes who test their blood every day, Blaze. Like, get over yourself. You're going to be fine. I'm like, okay, it's going to be fine. We've been through this before. I managed an entire career tattooing people and I was able to get over it for that. And yet the thought of like purposely cutting yourself, just, it hurts my body. Like weird things happen (laughs) and I don't know how to deal with it. So I get the kit. I'm like, okay, today's the day and doing like the poop sample. Oh my God. Like you feel like you're in the hospital or something where they have like a little paper and you have to like put it across your toilet and poop on it. Oh my God. It's terrible. And they give you like a little tiny mini spoon and you have to like scoop your poop and put it in a vial and then close it up and then mail it back to them. And I was like, okay, so I get through that part and it's gross and it's fine. And I'm like, this is for the greater good blaze. You're going to learn a lot about yourself. It's fine. Put the poop in the bag. Oh my God. So that happens. And then I'm like, okay, now I have to do the blood test. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it on the same day. And I'm already like feeling my face get hot. I'm like, it's going to be fine. Your husband's home. He'll help you if you need it. And I start to read the instructions and it said, oh, you have to do it at the early part of the day before you've eaten anything and drink a cold glass of water beforehand. And I'm like, fuck, I already ate food. I'm going to have to do this tomorrow. And in a weird way, this was worse than anything that could have ever happened because it just, it fed anxiety. So now for the whole next 24 hours, I'm like, I'm going to have to cut my hand open tomorrow. I'm going to have to like poke my finger. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, stop thinking about it. You're fine. So I just like locked it in a box and put it in the back of my head. And I'm like, we'll deal with this tomorrow it's in a little compartment. We'll deal with it tomorrow. It's fine. So I wake up in the morning. Oh, first, let me tell you, I slept for shit the night before. And I was like, what's going on? I've been working so much on my sleep. I should be sleeping great. And I'm like, oh, it's totally because little compartment 
box in my brain is freaking the fuck out and is like, oh my God, we're going to have to bleed tomorrow. No, someone's going to hurt us. You're going to have to choose to poke yourself with a blade. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. So I wake up. I'm already anxious. I'm like, okay, I'm pouring my water. I drink my whole water. I go downstairs and setting up the whole thing. And my daughter comes happily skipping over. What's this? And I was like, oh, this is like the lancets and the pipettes to collect my blood. You know, <laughs> and it's like, oh gosh, I'm like, keep it together. It's fine. You don't want to teach her to be scared of blood. So this is good for you. You're going to just show up and you're going to be completely brave in front of your daughter, Blaze. You've got this. So I lay it out. I've got the paper towel. I've got everything out. I've washed my hands. They're saying, run your hand under the warm water, get the blood flowing to your fingers so it'll bleed better. And I'm like, oh God, okay. So I do that for the two minutes. I use the little alcohol wipe and I sit there and I have the thing and I've got the lancet and I'm like, all you have to do is press the button. And I'm like, fuck, if I can't press the button. And I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. I'm like, nope, I can't do it. And I was like, okay, I'll clean my finger again. I can do it. I can do it. I can't do it. I can't press the button. I'm like, you're going to have to figure this out because you have to do this. Everyone's watching you. Oh my Lord. So finally I admit to myself, I'm like, I'm not going to press the button, Derek. I'm like, could you please help me just like press this on the side of my finger? Cause I'm freaking out. It's not even that it's going to hurt. It's just knowing that I'm actively choosing to put a hole in my finger makes me very upset for some reason. And I don't, I don't like it. Please just do it for me and I won't look. So he does it. It starts to bleed. I'm like, Oh, Hey, cool. Great. And I start using the pipettes and he's like, well, you need to milk your finger. He tells me, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, it's not going to keep bleeding if you don't like keep moving the blood down your finger. And then at that point I'm like, Oh my God, I'm starting to like hear static and my vision is starting to tunnel a little bit. I'm like, it's okay. Pull yourself black, pull yourself back from the edge. So I'm like trying to like massage my finger to keep the blood going. And then it just stops. So I have five little pipettes. I need to fill four of them. They're tiny. You're supposed to be able to just like touch them to the blood and the droplet just goes in. And I've got one that isn't quite full and like a dot in the next one. And I'm like, I think I might pass out and I've stopped bleeding and I'm going to have to do this again. Fuck. Okay. And the instructions say, if you can't get enough blood, you can send one filled vial instead of two, but they highly recommend two to get two. You need four full pipettes. So I'm like, I need to fill at least the second pipette or I don't have enough for one shit. Okay. So I'm asking for help. And then once again, I'm like, I can't, I can't do this on my second hand. And then I'm like, I actually think I'm going to lay down for a minute. So I laid down on the floor, like my head legit, like on the carpet, my daughter's coming over, rubbing my back. Are you okay, honey? What's going on? I was like, I'm fine. I'm just, you know, the room is spinning and I'm feeling a little gross and like I might puke, but I'm all right. Why? I'm like, it's a phobia. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not in pain. It's not terrible. I'm just upset. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. And I think this is the difficulty that people with phobias face when you're trying to explain it to someone else, you're like, I understand. Like I fully 100% understand that it's absolutely ridiculous what's happening right now. And it's my body. It's my body has decided that this is death. This is not okay. It's just, it's checked out. It's not working anymore. And I don't know what to do. So I understand that part of what might have happened with the first one is that I was trying to do it while sitting down and my hand was above or at heart level and it needed to be below it to bleed more. So I was like, okay. So I get up and I'm in the hot water again. We go for finger number two. I have my husband do this one. 
And I'm like, I'm not even going to look, but apparently he hits it and it's bleeding, but it's not becoming like a bubble of blood. Now it's just like a stream of blood down my finger. It's disgusting. It's everywhere. It's not beating up and it's not easy to pipette, but it's gross. I looked at it. I made the mistake of looking and I was like, oh my God, I need to like lay down again. He's like, don't lay down. Cause then it's not bleeding. I'm like, oh God. So he's like milking my other finger. It hurts like hell, mostly because now I'm just anxious and upset. I see like white. I'm not even like seeing colors anymore. He's like, could you stand up? Because that'll help it flow better and move your hand down. I was like, okay. So I stand up and without meaning to like my right leg just starts shaking. And I was like, give the pipette to me. I'll try to do it myself. Cause he keeps touching it to my finger instead of getting a drip. And I can't do it because my hand is shaking so much. And it's like, there's this second dialogue in my head. There's the one that's like, oh my God, we're dying is what my body is saying. And my mind is saying, what the hell is wrong with you? You're fine. Like this is the babyest cut. It was sterile. It's for a good cause. You're not in horrible pain. You're not going to lose a limb. You're not dying. And yet your body is acting like you're freaking dying. Oh my God. (laughs) That was the experience. So I put myself through my own mini hell I finally got almost four-ish pipettes in varying arrays. We used all five to get some kind of blood in all of them. And then I got most of them into the vials and I've sent them off. And I hope to God it's enough blood because if they send me another one saying, we didn't get enough sample, please try again. I don't really want to do it again. I just don't. Even though I want the knowledge, I was like, I I signed up for it willingly because I want the knowledge. And part of me just wants to like cry and defeat and curl up in a little fetal ball and be like, no, I don't ever want to do it again. And it's the stupidest thing. I understand that it's like in no way bad. It wasn't awful. I can't believe this is what happens. And I've tried to explain it to Derek and to my daughter and them finally seeing it in action. They're like, wow, you like legit have a phobia. I'm like, I know I haven't been making it up. I'm like, this happens every time. I said, the weird thing is I can sometimes power myself through it. Like if I go to get a blood draw, I had to like when you're pregnant, they draw blood all the time. So I've been through that and I've gotten a little desensitized in that. I know what to do to not pass out in the moment. But I said, even so I can get through it. I can pay my money, but right around that time is about when like my body just, it starts the ringing and the tunnel vision and I need to lay down and I don't know why it happens, but I, every time I go and get blood drawn or have to do something like that, I deal with it in the moment. And then I go sit in my car and I legit wait for 10 to 15 minutes to make sure that I don't pass out because I don't want it to happen while I'm driving because I have in the past gone to leave and then like two minutes into driving away like a wave of whatever the hell just happened comes over me and the vision starts to go white on the edges and tunnels out and the ringing happens in the ears. And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I'm not having control of anything and I'm shaking. Ah, I hate it. And I, I'm not entirely sure what to do to get over it better than I have. I guess maybe hypnotism might help. (laughs) So maybe that's my next step is to be like, what do I need to do? to do better than I've already done. Cause I've taught it out of myself in the context of tattooing. I can tattoo other people and I even have managed to tattoo myself and be tattooed quite a lot. 
just in that context. And I'm learning, like I've managed with my daughter, like if she cuts herself or hurts herself, I can handle it in the moment and be like, okay, that sucks. We're going to go get you cleaned up. But then as soon as I finish cleaning her up and getting the bandaid on, I go sit down because then like weird sensations happen, like burning or like a seizing up in the backs of my thighs. Like I need to run away or something. I'm not even sure what these sensations are, but it's embodied. Ah, so that's my blood phobia. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Do you guys have any phobias? Is that actually what I'm really curious about is, is that the way it plays out for all phobias? Is that the experience of it? It's like a genuine full on panic attack that you're also talking yourself out of like there, there's nothing happening. I guess in a panic attack, I believe it, but this isn't a panic attack. This is like a phobia attack where I don't believe it and it's still physically happening. I, I want to know more. If you know about phobias, please reach out and tell me about them so I can understand it better and know what the hell's going on so that I can hopefully cope with it more in the future. I hope that all of you are well. And honestly, I don't wish anyone to have a phobia. I hope you don't have it because it's, it's really awful. It's ridiculous. And it's very inconvenient. And I can only imagine if you have a phobia of something that comes up more frequently than just like boo-boos and scabs, it's probably a lot harder to live. (laughs) And I'm not laughing because I think it's funny. I'm laughing because it's just so hard. Ah, may we all find our inner peace this year. Good luck to all of you in all of your endeavors. And I wish you nothing but the best until next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.